Oh, are you worried? Because I, I feel like people can naturally worry and stress so easily. It's man, it is it is like dramatically so simple to fall into a world of worry and stress and anxiety as you get older. Um, it just you just worry about everything, especially when you realize just how fragile we are. We're just such a you know easy glass shatter of a of a people. And um, you know, maybe I was thinking about this because there's a lot going on on the road today. In fact, that that's what influences a lot of every just the craziness of what's going on in the world has pushed so many people to to make drastic decisions and. Um, it's it's insane. So okay, um, before I get over 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 my you know over the top, uh, right now currently th- this is as I'm recording. Um, we're at the end of 2021. The year 2020, as everybody knows, it's going to be one of the most historical years people talk about for decades to come. And um, as 2021 began to open back up and we got back into the swing of things, you know, you had people that were like trying to live kind of carefree and a little more I'll even say careless because they looked at how over the top we were during COVID during the the year of 2020 so you got a lot of people that were very slack and lax and just kind of like "Eh, it's not that big of a deal like chill out we were just we were overreacting but then you have the other side that's like nah man people were dying like no this is still a very real thing and we should have a you know some sense of healthy fear of this virus and yada yada so that's that's the pandemic right that's the year 2020 going into 2022 the political climate is outrageous and by outrageous i mean if you're uh if you're if you pay attention to current events and what's going on with uh foreign affairs and you know our relationship with china and russia and China is trying to make a military presence known in the west coast of Africa being like the closest they can be to America. It's actually a very serious threat. And then the Olympics, Beijing is supposed to be where we have the Olympics in 2022. And there's already all kinds of talk about the U.S. and not trying to bring any sort of, uh, uh, you know, officials from from the U.S. This is like actual uh, political figures or or um, uh, government officials will not partake because simply because it's in China. And I mean, uh, that offends China. That, that bothers them. Like, oh, so you want to bring people over here, you know? And, and they're speaking out about it. They're speaking out. They're, they, they're, the quote in an article from the president of China is that we are, uh, America, the U.S. is going to pay. <laughs> I mean, why would you use those words? But the U.S. is going to pay for making these decisions towards the Olympics, you know, and I mean, that's going on. And then Russia is acting and they're starting to get more involved. Him and Putin and, uh, and Biden, they're like having conversations and Biden's trying to act like this tough dude, but no one takes him serious. It's just, it's the unfortunate truth. You know, he's an 80 year old man. He's a gentle guy. And, um, I hate to say it, you know, but a lot of people are, are, mocking him and his his lack of memory and his old age and and it's not just because he's old but it's because he comes off as so old because there's there's 80 year old men out there that are very sharp unfortunately biden is not one of them you know and and this is 
because he's the president, of course, he's going to be critiqued very hardcore. That's just part of the gig. So um, a lot of people don't take him serious in these talks with Russia. So all this is going on, prepping for 2022. And it can put you in a state of panic and fear and worry and stress. And what are we going to do? You know, and I lived 2019 going into 2020. And I remember just how limber we were you know just how free and versatile and 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 flexible and we were just very like hey you know the same old 2020s my year and here it comes and i remember those days and then uh when we got into the year and you know it went the way it went and it, it was as crazy as it was it it changed everything you know bumpy road it changed everything and so um because of that we we now are more prone to being worried and stressful and and just live in pure anxiety and hysteria because of uh, the craziness of, of last year. It's so easy for us to fall back into that. I mean, you want a good example? The Omicore variant that has come out is very deadly and has been uh, the next, you know, uh, COVID-19 um it's it it, they're talking about what it's doing in africa we still don't know anything about it really in fact me and and a few other people will have conversations about it and it always comes back to the same thing like we don't know man we just don't know like we don't have enough information we kind of it sounds grim to say it this way but it's almost like we kind of need to see what's going to happen the next couple weeks before we really know the the severity of it and um some people are just going to be chill and like, okay, well, that's going on. I'm just going to live my life. But then there's, there's that other side of people, man, that are flipping out, flipping out, super worried. They're already like COVID-19 all over again, lock the cities down, you know. And then, of course, there's the vaccinations. And that's a whole other thing where it's like because we have no hope in any other direction, we just assume the vaccines and the booster shots are going to work because that's what we're being told. But then you have a whole other slew of people that are like, don't take the vaccines. And then you have another slew of people that are like, I have proof it doesn't work. And then you have other people and like you have all this craziness. It's just chaos. How do you find peace in the middle of all this? So, of course, biblically, uh, biblically, God tells us not to worry, not to stress. You may even hear Christians say, hey, God's on the throne. It doesn't matter who's in, in office. It doesn't matter what virus is out there. God's going to take care of us. And um, that's all, you know, I'm for that. At the same time, though, because people are dying and everything else, it's hard to look the other way. But as a Christian, as someone who wants to live for God and live clean and then actually have trust and have faith in God, I can definitely see where it pays off to just live in peace. That doesn't mean we ignore what's going on. We absolutely pay attention, but we don't let it rattle our cage so bad that we're flipping upside down and we're losing ourselves. And how do you know the answer when you don't know the answer? What do you do? And all you can do is pray and grab a hold of God. So many people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that the answer is simply don't worry don't stress don't give into the anxiety and the fear don't let this rock you upside down stand firm grab grab a hold of whatever confidence you need to grab a hold of and make the right decisions and if you don't know what the right decision is 
If you have the ability to pray and ask for God and you have a faith that can seek answers, then do it. The problem is not everyone has that. And those people who don't have that are having a hard time, a really hard time. And they want the answers, man. They want a contingency plan given to them. They want, how do we mitigate this, man? What do we do? What are the next steps? Tell me what to do. And we don't have that. We don't have that. So I live in this world. You live in this world. We live in this world together. And it's it's a wild ride, man. It really is. And I genuinely feel the best we can do is get on our knees and pray, grab a hold of God and seek answers and answers will come. I run an adventurous lifestyle. The fact that I'm waking up every day not knowing if I'm going to have a job, you know, uh, not because I don't do good at what I do, but because I work for myself and you never know the the phones can stop ringing and people can say they're going to wait and not do anything. And that's always a possibility. But I still wake up and get at it anyway. I don't know if it's all going to work out, but I have faith that it will. And I'm not talking about the placebo effect where you just, you know, you're just positive and happy and encouraging all the time. Therefore, positive and happy, encouraging thing happens or you you notice that even in the negativity, you see the positivity. Now, there may be a truth to that. But that's not the the limitation. The limitation is not that I'm just being naive and ignorantly peaceful, you know, because I'm, I'm choosing to ignore the bad stuff. No, I see the bad stuff and I confront it head on. And I say, even though it's there, it doesn't mean I'm going to do nothing. You understand? Like, I'm not just going to sit by and just wait and do nothing. I'm going to go ahead and just trust God, make decisions the best I can which means there's a high risk that I could make the wrong decision and I'm okay with that. Oh, is that, you know, is that immature? Is that, is that, you know, uh, irresponsible? I mean, in some areas, people can argue and contest the best they want. But in my opinion, I feel the best I can do as a father, as a husband, as a work partner, as a brother, as a son, I mean, as a, as a friend, as a, as a brother in Christ, whatever you want to put the label on, as a human being, I feel like the best that I can do for the people around me is to stand firm, move forward and do what has to be done, even when it feels like everything's falling apart, uh, because it's you that is standing firm and moving forward that people are going to pay attention to and seek they're going to find something there and it's not in me that they're going to find it but they're going to find it in where my faith is and my faith is in god and by choosing to follow god i'm gonna i'm gonna make decisions and people may flip out and i may be influenced by them but i need to tell myself hey quit it (laughs) quit it calm down and just move forward and and do what needs to be done even if you don't know what needs to be done just just have faith and start taking steps in a direction and god will guide you and that's that's what faith is faith is stepping out without feeling the floor underneath you faith is stepping out and not knowing if you're going to fall you know forever or if, you, if you if you're not going to land you just don't know faith is just simply stepping out and believing that God is going to catch you and put you where you need to be. Uh, there's a scripture in the Bible in the New Testament. Jesus has a parable when he's talking about the birds. And he's like, look at the birds, man. 
they're out here. They got nothing, man. They got no home. They got no, they don't have a, uh, you know, somewhere to go where there's just food waiting for them. Of course, nowadays we got the bird feeders and whatnot. But the idea is that they don't have a guarantee yet. God as the creator of earth and all the beings and all the, the, you know, the people and all the animals, they still can find food and find shelter and live a life, a long life and be taken care of. And those are just a couple of birds If the birds can have that, then what about you and I, where God has given a soul to and a purpose and a a divinity and he's given us so much before us? How much more so are we going to be taken care of than just a few birds when they already have what they need? And it's like bringing yourself to reality. It's like quit, you know, for a minute, at least for 10 minutes of the day, quit worrying about everything around you. And just find peace in the fact that you have a life that God has given you. You're able to breathe. You're able to make decisions. And you have things before you that were given to you. The simplicity of just having a life in general. And pushing aside all the bad things for a minute. And finding a peace. Find that inner core. Find that inner peace. And then start making decisions and see what happens. People are so full of fear and the hysteria. The hysteria itself is a pandemic. Hysteria upon the nation is is a sickness. It's a wicked, wicked virus. Outside of COVID and Omicore and all the variants and all, outside of all that garbage, hysteria and fear is ruining us more than any virus out there. And it is causing us to make horrible decisions. And you can't live in fear. You just can't. And uh, I can even go a further step, but for the sake of time, I won't go too deep into it. But if you want to know why you're having body issues, you're having problems with headaches or anything else, where is your peace? Do you have a peace? If you're living in fear and worry and stress and anxiety, guess what? That takes a toll on your brain. And that will in turn take a toll on your body. And you don't believe me, do your own studies, do your own research. And you'll how many how many, uh, you know, diagnostics out there are related to stress and anxiety and fear. Did you know that asthma, the 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 root core issue of asthma, does nothing to do with your your breath, your breathing? It's fear. It's fear. Look it up. Go ahead, study it, and it's out there. We have a lot more control over sickness than we think. I'm not just talking about sheer willpower, but I am talking about the idea that if you live in fear and panic and hysteria all the time, you know, why there's a, there's a book. Why don't zebras have ulcers? Go look it up, read it. And it talks about the anatomy of how they were created and why they don't, if they're, if they're out there just prey, being prey for the lions, why don't they have ulcers? Why aren't they living in fear and stress all the time? It's a book. You can go look it up for yourself. But this is more of an encouragement of don't live in fear. Don't do that. One, because it bothers me and you care about my opinion. So, you know, don't. And then secondly, because that's not what we were created for. We weren't created to be like that. They live in fear all the time. And that is why the issue of the pandemic and how we respond to it is such a big deal. That is why everyone's fighting all the time about it. Because it's the fearful versus the fearless. And if we're not careful, the fearless 
can come off as idiotic. It's just true. That's what happens. And the fearful will look at the fearless like you guys are dummies. You're not paying attention to all the problems. But what you're really looking at is two major extremities that have no balance and no peace. Their peace is only found when the fearless are just being crazy adrenaline junkies and paying no attention to everything. And then the fearful are are so trying to solutionize everything to the to the T without any true um like rigid this is how it needs to be done they're just like just do this because i read somewhere that possibly this could potentially help us you know and it's 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 wacko the way we're living is just wacko and it's it's wild it's bizarre and um because we live in a world that everyone says no to god now it's hard for us to just solutionize so simple we, we can't simplify it anymore because to, to people god is no longer the answer and that's a scary time we live in don't live in fear don't don't allow fear to take over you and ruin you okay like just don't it's not and i know i say it like oh it's just so easy i know it's not easy i know it's not easy but that doesn't mean it's not worth trying for you know it's it's the reward for choosing and fighting to live without fear is so much sweeter than the life of living in fear all the time and worrying and stressing over everything it's it's that's a miserable life and it's it's worth it's absolutely worth fighting for a world that you can live in that regardless of all the craziness going on where you can seek god and just god help me in the middle of all of this life is crazy things are horrible everything's falling apart give me some hope and he's already provided the hope but we need our eyes to be open so we can see it and we need that god open our eyes help us to see the hope that you have provided for us guide our steps lead us give us people put people in front of us help us to know what decisions we need to make because we're a mess without you and we are desperate people and those desperate prayers are the best Because in our desperate prayers, we seek God and we seek his guidance and we need it. We need it. It's not something that you can just live out on your own. It's too chaotic to try to do this on your own. We need we need that firm grasp of what to do when we don't know what to do. And we need we need to seek God for that. God can give us that guidance.